technique depends mainly on arm and finger strength. Once you've that, then the next step is to learn how to pierce stone. Well, you might as well start practicing now. I'm Jonathan Goldstein, and you're listening to Wiretap on CBC Radio 1 and Sirius Satellite Radio 137. Today's episode, Do Me a Solid. It is a warm Sunday afternoon, and a shirtless man with large biceps is slowly walking towards you. When he reaches you, he is going to ask you to do him a favor, or what he calls a solid. You know this because he asks for a solid every time you run into him. You do not know him well. You do not even remember how exactly you met him. But as he nears you, you grow increasingly anxious. The day is yours, and you do not feel like sacrificing it, doing solids. Suddenly you make eye contact, and then, immediately, you avert your gaze. But it is too late. You have sealed your fate. Yo, he yells. For you, asking for solids is not easily done. You keep to the straight and narrow, self-reliant, teeth grit, never asking for anything from anyone. You do not want to risk being labeled as needy, high maintenance, someone to be avoided. But you know that the man without a shirt will never fear such things. Everyone needs a hand sometimes, his buddies will say. And everyone is his buddy. These massive biceps must chafe against his sides. Does he have to oil the undersides before leaving the house? Is that the favor that he wants to ask you? Has he singled you out of the crowd to oil his sides with an oily rag that he carries in his pleather fanny pack? Perhaps the favor he wants is to borrow your arm. Maybe he needs it to use as a back-scratcher, to hang from a hook in his closet, to scratch his massive back. You can imagine the look of determination on his face as he'd yank your arm free of its socket. The cracking bones, the skin beginning to rip, his foot planted firmly on your chest as he winds the arm back and forth, as though churning some kind of butter, people butter. And then finally your arm breaks free. He mops the sweat from his brow with your hand, though now it is his hand. <sighs> he says, Thanks for the solid, bro. My back sure is itchy. As he nears you, your heart cries, No, I will not do you a solid. You think that maybe if you could properly express this anxiety, maybe you would come to learn that everyone feels this way when the shirtless man with large biceps walks towards them looking for solids. Yes, if only you could express it, maybe then someone would say to you, of course we fear all that stuff about the arm yanking and the butter churning. Who doesn't? But you are afraid to bring it up, and so you remain alone. The shirtless man is now standing before you. He is face to face with you, and you are smiling, and your mouth is forming the word yes, and you are nodding your head up and down, over and over, as your will bends to his will, and your day becomes his day. 
Hello. Yeah, okay. You want me to get the pleasantries out of the way? Hello. How are you? Good to speak with you, John. Can you do me a favor, please? What, 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 do, you, what do you want? <laughs> what do I want? I mean, you make it sound so, you know, asky. Well, you're asking me something. You okay, are. you know what? I'm going to give you what you've always wanted, okay? I actually don't think there's a painometer on the face of the earth that can accurately register just how much it pains me to ask you this. But mm. I need you to write me a recommendation, okay? A good one, so I can get a job. A j what do you mean, a job? Job, J-O-B. Yeah, no, I know what a job is. Does it have to be this drawn out? Why are you torturing me? So you need me to write you a letter of recommendation? Fine, I'll do that for you. Oh, how gracious. Thank you, King Goldstein. Thank you. You know, I don't get you. I don't. What, what, why the hostility? You want something from me, and I'm going to be delivering. Yeah, but you know what? It's your attitude. Well, what's wrong? With I want gratitude, not what? gratitude. I want you to reach out to me and thank me for being big enough to come to you for recommendation, even though I, I despise being put in this position. Thank me. Why do you despise this position? I'm your friend. I'm helping you. You want me to write your letter of recommendation? I have no problem with that. Oh, you have no problem with no, it. No, why is, why is it? It would, it would bring you pleasure. Well, I mean, to be able to help a friend, sure, why not? So what what job are you applying for? I, I'm not at liberty to say. If, if you want me to write you a letter, I need to know at least what I'm writing the letter for. It's for a position, a position of employment. Josh, what is this job you're applying for? It, well, it's not so much a job that I'm applying for. It's not, it's not me, it's we. Oh, I see. We, right? We are going to be applying. Listen, I'm not applying for any job with you, okay? Oh, I like no, my please, job. Stop it. Work with you? I wouldn't even eat your head if it turned into one of those turkeys, like in one of those desert movies. So, so who's this? Me and my you... fictional wife. Anyway, moving along. Can you write me a recommendation? Can we just back up for a moment? <sighs> Did you say you you said your fictional wife? What do, you... do you know me to be married in life? No, I I don't. Right. Therefore, I don't have a real wife. Therefore, she has to be fictional. So both of us are applying for this position, and I need a recommendation. Let's get going. Get your pen. Why 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 do you have a fictional wife? Well, because no one will marry me in real life. And because no one will marry me in real life, I can't apply for this custodial couple position, okay? It's a couple. I I'm a one. You know, I don't even know where to start with you anymore. How do where do you come to, to a, a, a position as a janitorial couple? It's not complicated, okay? I saw an ad on Craigslist. It's for this hotel in the middle of nowhere. It's going to be empty. They want a custodial couple to take care of it. Well, they must want a couple for a reason. You can't... Yeah, because they think it's going to be lonely. You know, they, they think it's going to be like The Shining, you know? Well, maybe there is a reason. Maybe, I mean, maybe there's a reason for them believing that it gets too lonely. Well, even more reason for me to, to, to go alone so I don't have to kill anybody. The whole point is I need the money. It'll be a, a good opportunity for me because, you know, I like to work with my hands. I like to clean. No, you don't. I mean, that's, well, that's I, just one of the problems I have with this whole scheme. But, don't but, say that in the letter. Look, they're they're looking for a janitorial couple. That's two people. Cares who they're looking for. The question is, who are they hiring? How how can you do? How can you make yourself into two people? Don, have you ever dealt with an absentee landlord, like a big corporation that owns a lot of properties? They're not going to be up there. They're headquartered in Ontario. This is in the Yukon, this hotel. They can't keep tabs on it. They don't know anything. They're not on top of it. They don't actually care that much. Are you crazy? This is their, you can't defraud them. I'm not defrauding them. It's, we've already spoken to them on the phone. It's totally fine. What do you mean we've talked to them on the telephone? Me and Lucy. We spoke to them already. Lucy. Yes, Lucy. Me, Joshua's wife. I love him so much, and it's just, it, it would pain me to pass up this marvelous opportunity. I'm just so glad to support him in all his endeavors. Wow. I'm at a complete loss. I, I don't even know what to say anymore. John, why won't you help him? 
Life isn't a sitcom. You can't do these kinds of things. You know, Josh always said you're a very small, petty man. Not like him, a man's man with his big, strong arms and his delightful smile. He's so brawny. Not like you. You're scrawny. He talks about you all the time. Not very well, I might add. You, you, you've lost your mind. I haven't lost my mind. I've gained a wife. I've gained a life partner. You're just jealous. Lucy, unlike you, I might add, believes in me. You know, you really seriously need help. Oh, please. You know how many movies like this I've seen, John? This stuff is gold. Yeah, but what always happens at the end of these movies? How they get butchered ritually or something. But that's not the point. That's not going to happen here. Ex explain this to me. So you talk to them on the telephone, and what do you do? You alternate voices? John, it's not very hard. It's kind of like this. You know, I'm on the phone, and then I pass the phone to Lucy. Just hold on a moment. And then I come on the line, and I tell you what's what. And I tell you to shut up and write the letter. Do us a favor. I'm telling you, John, Lucy understands that it's just a simple case of just having the confidence to pull something like this off. Yes, confidence, which is something you're sadly lacking, I think. You're a small, peppy man. And I totally agree with you, Lucy. I totally agree. This is what I've been talking to you about. I don't even know where to start. There's so many. I mean, you're not, number one, you're not a handy man. Uh, I am not unhandy. Does, does, I, I does Lucy him. know how to, how to use a screwdriver? Uh, who cares? It's not about getting things done. It's about getting the job. Why do you want this job, though? I want to practice my singing. When was the last time I, I really was able to sing? And what better place to be alone and sing than in the middle of nowhere in an empty hotel with wonderful reverberations and echoes? Well, why don't acoustics? you join a choir or something? You ever, you ever deal with these choir people? They're very aggressive. This seems extra How long would you be up there for? Are you my guidance counselor? What, what do you care? I'm not asking you for permission. Well, you sort of, you're asking me essentially to lie, number one. Who's lying? You're I'm asking asking me to write a letter of recommendation for, yes. for a couple that doesn't exist. You're not lying because I am Lucy. Lucy is a figment of your imagination. I have waited long enough. I am a singer. No one's heard me sing, granted. But I am a singer. I know it. I know it deep inside. Okay? I am the next Pavarotti, and you can scoff. More like Jesse Norman. Very funny. You want, you want a sample, yo? No. Give me a song. I, I'm not giving you a song. Give I, me I, a song. I don't want to give you a song. No, you wish your girlfriend is hot like me. Well, I don't know what the kids talk about, but, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Give me another song. I'm not giving you any song. We actually do some duet. You want to hear a duet? Would you like that? I, you're really freaking me out. Here we go. Joshua, you begin. Well, what are we going to sing? One of our favorites. Don't you want me, baby? Don't you want me? I was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. Sure, you know, I was working at a cocktail bar when I met him. That's what makes the song so powerful and meaningful to us. I love you, Joshua. Look, you, so what do you want me to write? I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to write about how long I know you and Lucy for? And like what? Yeah, 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 all that stuff, all the standard stuff. What do I know about the working world? You've, you've written these letters for other people. What about for your Yeah, interest? but I've written them, you know, mostly for people that exist. The key thing is to stress my mental stability and my physical fitness, both of which are beyond reproach. I think he's a very dandy man. You know what? You're, 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 not, you're not even consistent in your, in your accent. Now all of a sudden you sound like a British charwoman. Yeah, well, it's pretty good, because I'm going to be a charwoman in it. You think I understand British accents over there in Toronto? Look, I, don't, I, I really feel uncomfortable doing this. John, what do I ask of you? Do I ask many things of you? He doesn't, you know. He really doesn't. Well, that's not entirely true. Well, whether it's true or not, just do this for me, okay? Please. It's just a letter. All right, fine. Thank you. When do they need it by? Yesterday. Do it now. All right. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye-bye.
Hello? Jonathan, hi. This is Sally Humbert. Right, yeah, yeah, hi, hi. I'm just calling to confirm some of the details of the recommendation letter that, that you sent in on behalf of Joshua and, and Lucy Carpati. Is everything okay with that? Yeah, yeah. thanks so much. It's so great to speak to you. Oh. I, I'm a huge fan of your show, actually. Oh, I yeah, love well, it. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, nice of you to say. Thank you. Yeah, I really love it. Well, you know... Uh, um, so, uh, just, you know, we'll cut to the chase here. Um, I'm very impressed. By, by, by Joshua and Lucy's application, um, and and you know your letter was just basically you know the cherry on top. Uh huh. I mean Joshua really you know his outdoorsman spirit oh, yeah. you know that that really seemed to come through in his application and right. and his wife Lucy right I mean she seems so great I mean obviously you would know how great she is but you know oh, I yeah. mean you can just um, it, it's good that he's got her because you can end up feeling a bit isolated up there. But, you uh, know, with Lucy there to look after him, I mean, they actually sound like the ideal couple. Like, she so sounds very you, you, supportive. you spoke to the two of them. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's really, really, really sweet. You yeah. know, they kind of just complete each other's sentences. Yeah, they really have something special, those two. So in the t let, let's just talk about Josh for a second. So in the time that you've known him, mm -hmm. you know, you would say he's a responsible, you know, handy man. He he uh, he's a big help around the house. Okay, and um, here it says mountaineering. Mountaineering. I mean, God, I I can't really imagine somebody better for this job. Yeah, no, it sounds like um, it sounds like a match. Yeah, yeah, and it's you to help Josh like this, you well, know. You know, I'm. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get too personal, but you know that you two maintained your relationship. It really, really speaks of a maturity that's rare these days, Jonathan. I'm, I'm sorry. What What are you talking about? Well, um, you know, we were really on the phone for a long time, Josh uh -huh. and Lucy and I, and they just kind of told me, you know, the whole story after you know you and Lucy, and then Josh and Lucy, and you know that whole. Situation. Wait, um, when you when you say me and Lucy, well, we got you, into that whole story about how they met, right? The oh, whitewater rafting trip that you three went on, and oh, that whole that story, yeah. I, I mean, that whole thing when the raft capsized and you panicked. Uh huh. Then Josh had to drag you and Lucy to shore and, right. and then construct a lean-to for all of you to sleep in, and the way there was no food, mm -hmm. and he finds all these berries. And of course, he told me that you kind of ate them all, but I just thought that was hysterical. I ate and, all the berries. And the, yeah. <laughs> Screaming and <laughs> I was. Yeah. I mean, I could totally yeah. picture it because it's so you, right? It's just mm -hmm. like one of the episodes of your program. It's me and Josh, all right. You know, and, and I mean, I don't want to get all mushy on you, but mm -hmm. it's just such a romantic story, you know, the way mm -hmm. as the night deepened and you were just shivering in the lean-to, mm -hmm. they just both quieted you down like a little child and then, you know, looked into each other's eyes under the stars and realized that they had found true love and, and how mature of you to let them, mm -hmm. you know, she was your girlfriend, but you just didn't interfere. Yeah. And, you know, she said she wanted more, you know, like a real man, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, it's so funny the way she puts it, you know, with the brody and the scrawny, but, you know, that I do understand what she's saying, that, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. a woman just wants a man, like a man. Right, man. right, Drops right. a real man, knows mm -hmm. how to cut wood, this, knows how to, you know. Sally, this is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't do this anymore. There is no Lucy. What are you talking about? She's a figment of Josh's imagination. I spoke to both of them on the phone. No, you spoke to both of Josh. What do you mean 
both of Josh. Like he's Lucy. He's doing the voice of Lucy, and, and I'm I'm sorry that I got involved with this whole thing. So this is like a ruse. Is this some joke for your radio show? No, like, no. This is this is he made her up so he can get the job. So like you and 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 Josh and 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 Lucy. There is and, no Lucy. I spent all day going through these applications, and I shouldn't. I'm sorry. Okay, I, okay, I shouldn't. You have, know what? You just tell Josh and whoever else exists in your universe that this job is off the table. Hi, this is Jonathan Goldstein. I can't take your call right now, but please leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Hey, John, it's Josh here. How's it going? Yeah, I'm great. Listen, thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. It's not like I needed a job or money. Uh, oh, Lucy has something she wants to say to you. Yes, Jonathan, hi, it's Lucy. Listen, you should go f*** yourself because uh, uh, I hate you and I hope you die and I think you're the worst person who's ever lived. Anyway, it's been really great knowing you. Thanks so much. I'm going to pass you back to Joshua. You've ruined me! You've ruined me! I think you've really grown as a person because you're finally willing to take my advice. You admitted that your show is mordant, and you admitted I, that I did never admit taking any, calls will resolve that. All I said was that you know maybe maybe you have a point. We could open up the phone lines and, and coming help from you. you, that's as close as I'll ever get to it. Thank you. You were right, and I was wrong, and you're going to save my show by taking callers live on the air because I, that was a great idea which well, you it, came up with, not me. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, and Smell we're going to something ask, weird, Johnny, because that's the smell of success. It might be a little frightening at first, that sweet smell. Mm -hmm. I know you're used to much more noxious odors, like leftover chickpeas. Mm -hmm. Put your seat back in the upright and locked position. Mm -hmm. Be sure your tray table is secured, because you're about to take off for superstardom. Okay, on that note, uh, our first call, uh, let's just take a look here at the board, is uh, Alice calling from Saskatoon. Alice, what can I do to help you? Hi, is this Jonathan? Yes, I was calling in because I heard you were going to be taking questions. I am, and my uh, my friend Gregor are, yeah. Oh, Gregor's there? Just for your question, if you think you could mute the baby just for a minute while you ask your question? Oh, my God, you're so funny. But can I go on with my question? Sure. We get these invitations all the time, and in particular, this is to... Um, a bar mitzvah. Mm -hmm. So we have like my, it's the, um, uh, the the Jewish uh, coming of age. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's exactly. And it's customary to to invite. Okay, you. enough, Rabbi yeah, Goldstein. Enough. Go ahead with your question. So mm -hmm. anyway, we got invited we, this past year. We've been invited like three different bar mitzvahs, and I, I don't know. Like I'm feeling like obligated to send something, that social, whatever to. Okay. Uh, Oh, if I, I would suggest that maybe, you know, a, a nice sort of uh, gift might be a, a Canadian savings bond. A Canadian savings bond. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's what every 13-year-old wants to do is invest in municipal water supplies and the roads and play a part in their country. So they'd love a savings bond. Go to an ice cream shop and get them a year-long pass where they can eat as much ice cream with French fries and that's, fries. That, and that's a terrible idea. That's that, what 13-year-olds want. Think of it. Put your mind into a 13-year-old mind. Would you rather get a gift certificate to an ice cream parlor so you and your friends can go have ice cream every day, 
Or would you like to sit in your little miserly cardigan sweater in your cold house, thumbing through your savings bonds that you got 20 you know, years, I, I years th- ago? I think you're really mischaracterizing, you know, the people that uh, save Canadian savings bonds. You know, it could be very exciting, too, you know. Those kids mean, turning can... 13, not 113. They don't care about savings bonds. That's some really good advice, Gregor. Thank you. For CBC Radio, this is Jonathan Goldstein. No, you're not, John. Why would you say that? I'm just giving you a little panache. Signing you off. But I can sign myself off, thank you. Okay, let's take another call. All right, let's take another one. This is Adam calling from Regina. Uh, what can yeah, we... hi, hi. Hey there, Adam. I've got a question. Mm-hmm. Actually, i got a friend who has a question. I'm calling for him. He's had this great girlfriend, and um, they broke up or something. And so my friend, he has, uh, he has all these pictures of her, uh, kind of maybe... Maybe like two or three or four gigabytes worth of pictures. I'm going to burn them onto like one of those CDs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just drive over to her office and mm-hmm. kind of drop it off with like, you know, no note or anything. But just drop it in, in the mailbox. Right. Well, um, and, you, and you want to know what we think about that? Yeah, I was wondering if that's a good idea, you know, like, is that like kind of, you know, I don't know what the proper thing to do is. Well, uh, well, Gregor, should I should I t- try to tackle this one yeah, first? Sure. Why don't you go first? Well, I, I would say that's kind of a a, a warm-hearted um, and, and mature gesture. Okay, to, I'm going to stop you there. I was those... going to let you go first, but I can't stand it. First of all, I don't think your friend broke up with any girlfriend, or any girlfriend broke up with your friend. I think it's you we're talking about. Okay. Now, okay, it's you. Big surprise. Second, why don't you do this? They got Ben and Jerry's ice cream stores in in Regina. Yeah, they do. Go watch some TV by yourself and cry into a pint of ice cream every night for a couple of weeks. And then when you get over it, you join a gym, you lose a few pounds, and you'll meet some other girls. You'll be fine. Okay. May I pictures? just... Yeah, John. Jonathan. Well, I was just going to say that Gregor, I mean, kind of sees ice cream, I think, as a as a kind of uh, all-purpose uh, cure-all. Guess who's feeling better now? I, I, I'm going to get that ice cream right now. Bingo. Problem um, solved. All right. Well, that I guess that's the main okay, thing. Okay. Well, I got some more advice. Find yourself a dented-up houseboat. A houseboat? Does the, does the boat live in the house? Sometimes medicine doesn't taste good, Adam, but sometimes we have to take it. What? When I live in the houseboat, what am I going to do? What do you mean, what are you going to do? I'll tell you what you're not going to do. For money. I mean, did, do you have to pay rent? Money? What, are you going to be one of those people who worries about money? You're an artist. Since when did he say he was an artist? He's going to become one. Houseboat-dwelling artist. Big arts community on the houseboats. Thank you, Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Greg. You right. really, you, you really saved me. You're the man, Adam. You are the man. Yeah, you're the mud dog. That's right, mud dog. Kicking it with the mud dog. You hang tough there, brother. Thanks, dude. All right. All right, and we have uh, uh, Frederick calling from Tadoussac. Hi, Jonathan. I just had a quick question. Um, I'm thinking of repainting my bathroom, my upstairs bathroom. I have two. Uh, I'm thinking of repainting the upstairs one. I'm wondering if you think it would be better to use latex or oil-based. I, I checked with my superintendent, Edgar. Frederick, I mean, this isn't really, uh, strictly speaking, the kind of questions that we're trying to field here today. But uh, between, you know, between you and me, I think you should probably go with the latex. Ooh, terrible, terrible advice from Jonathan once again. Well, okay, you know, at this point, Gregor, honestly, it just seems as though you're just choosing anything just to be contradictory to what I've chosen. Mm, spoken like a man who doesn't understand paint. We use oil-based paint if we get a proper ventilation because we don't want to build up too much of the fumes. But if you're going to have a lot of water splashing around in that bathroom, 
You don't want some shoddy latex getting all soaked Anything in water. Anything I say, you're just going to take the opposite stance. Jonathan, do you even know the difference between a bristle brush and a roller? No, do you know I don't. anything but, about painting? No, that's not the point. Then what puts you in a position no, to give a guy it, advice it, who's trying to paint his I'm, bathroom? No, because what you're doing is all you're doing is you're trying to undermine me. <laughs> but you can't just talk gibberish to people. You need to know what you're talking about. No, but no matter what I say, you're just going to come down on me. It that's doesn't matter what I say. That's not true at all. Do you know the song that goes like this? I'll lift you up where you belong, where the eagles fly, where the mountains high. You know what that song's about? No. That song's about me and you. I'll lift you up if you're right. You're going to be the one to lift me up. Yes, exactly. Why are you in a position to be lifting me up? I'm going to lift you up. H hang on a second. Frederick? Frederick? You see, he hung up. Of course he hung up. What, what, well, that defeats the whole purpose of what we're doing here. Wrong again. He hung up because I gave him the right answer, and he's not going to hang around afterwards to hear you belly aching about how you're not happy with he your life. He didn't get the right answer. Why Why is that the right Whatever you say is how the right this? answer. I got some advice for you, Johnny. Shut up. Shut up, Johnny. That's really nice. Very yeah. mature. Very mature. Shut up. Today on Wiretap, you heard Joshua Carpati, Murray Silkoff, and Gregor Ehrlich. Wiretap is produced by me, Jonathan Goldstein, with Mira Burt-Wintonic and Carolyn Warren. Tune into Wiretap Sunday at 1, 4 Pacific Time, and Wednesday evenings at 11.30. You can also hear Wiretap across North America on Sirius Satellite Radio 137. Reach us through our website at cbc.ca slash wiretap, or come visit us at myspace.com slash wiretapradio. We have four friends so far. Come be the fifth. <laughs>